Welcome to Second Cherry, an actual Eurovision podcast. Welcome to Liverpool. Hello and welcome to Second Cherry. I'm Matt. And I'm Monty. This is the podcast that usually brings you the songs that didn't make it to the Eurovision Song Contest. But of course, we're here in Liverpool to bring you a flavour of what's happening on the ground. Wee, Monty, we're in a different apartment coming we, from you, yeah. Oh, we've changed apartments midweek, just like you change your frock for the voting. <laughs> <laughs> we're in a sort of double-heighted living room. It is it's big. a gallery. It is. We've got like a mezzanine level and um, it might sound quite echoey to you guys, but uh, yeah, it's kind of nice. Yeah, this is where we are. And we're quite central and there's vegan food, but two doors down. (laughs) And what looked like a gentleman's strip club. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's that's low on our agenda. Not gentleman stripping. Oh, okay. Yes. I never the, thought of that. No, the, Maybe the ladies are stripping for the gentlemen. <laughs> it's that kind of place, it looks like. We might be in a seedy part of town, you know. Oh, I kind of feel like that's apt, is it not? <laughs> <laughs> for what's about to go down in this apartment. <laughs> Let's draw a veil over that. So, last night, we saw the first semi-final. We Our did. first ten acts qualify. What an amazing show. I was just blown away like I always am at Eurovision, but especially this year, because it is a small arena, but when you walk in, you don't get that sense at all. It's just huge and full of vibrant colour, and it's just... I don't know. I've got no words. I was absolutely blown away yesterday. I think it looks magnificent. We got a glimpse of what it looks like on the screen as well, obviously from seeing the rehearsal, but also from seeing on the big screens as well, and I just think it looks absolutely stunning. Yeah, and I think we're warming to the hosts now. I think every year, even if you know the hosts and you like them, there's still a period of warming to them. And I think it's really nice. I was straight in there with Hannah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, and also some of the rehearsals that we hear, we sort of see some them talking to the producers or talking with guests and stuff. And the way she talks to people, it just seems like she's having the time of her life and she wants everyone involved in the show to also have the time of their life. So how well did we do in our predictions, Matt? Well, I got eight out of ten. I got seven. Yeah, there was some interesting... Well, we kind of said it was interesting, but really, there's no surprises anymore. There, there was a few borderlines, and so those borderlines can go either way, right? Yeah, the only one that got in that was on my definitely not getting in list was Portugal, um, which I got wrong. Uh, the others, Serbia and Croatia, were on my maybe list. So, you know, my seven definites got through, and all the rest were on my baby list and they could have gone either way. So, you know, kind of called it in that sense. But <laughs> I still only got seven. Yeah. <laughs> but it was a great show. And um, look, I feel quite sad for the, the countries that went home, as always. But um, hopefully... Yeah, especially sad for Malta and Ireland, I think. Mm. I mean, I don't think I ever thought Ireland really had that much of a chance. Uh, the song was the problem. Um, and then perhaps, you know, dressing the band up in ways that they've never really been dressed before, that's mm. not who they are, um, was not the best choice, perhaps. And Malta, I think, you know, just too early. I think had it been later, I think Malta would have gone through. Yeah, I agree. But that's the breaks, and that was the first semi-final. Now, what have we been doing today? Well, we got up after moving flats. We uh, went to the 
Merseyside, what is it, Mersey Boatport? Mersey, what is it? The Ferry Cross the, the Mersey. Ferry Cross the Mersey. The famous Ferry Cross the Mersey. <laughs> no, we didn't actually cross the Mersey, we kind of went up and down the Mersey a bit. Yeah, we sort of came back. rounded the Mersey. But it was a Eurovision-themed cruise. It, it was, was booked for members of the Gay fan club, and it was very jolly. Gave us the opportunity to catch up with a few and just find out what their sense of Liverpool is and how they enjoyed last night's first semi-final. So we're on the Ogay cruise, a little boat trip down the river and along the shoreline of Liverpool. And uh, there's maybe about three or four hundred fan club members on here. Uh, and I'm with Philip. And uh, Philip, tell me how you're enjoying Liverpool. Um, it's incredible. I came to university here in the dim and distant past and I always knew that this city was special and it really has embraced this contest. Everywhere you look, it's Eurovision. Everywhere you go, it's Eurovision. It's just incredible. What did you think of the first semi-final last night? Um, if that's what the BBC and the EBU have brought us for a semi-final, I can't wait for Saturday. It's so special. It's so big. It's so. It's just brilliant. Brilliant. So I'm with Adrian now. Adrian's a long-term podcast listener. Adrian, how's Liverpool treating you? Uh, so far, so fabulous. Liverpool has been amazing as a host city. Uh, so many things to see and do. And uh, an amazing arena. Production from the BBC is fantastic. The village is great. Everything has been just amazing here. What did you think about the first semi-final? I thought it was an amazing production, moving, funny, entertaining, everything that I think the BBC is totally capable of doing and really lovely as well to show support and solidarity with Ukraine. I'm with Laufey from Iceland. Laufey, how is Liverpool treating you? Hey Monty, Liverpool is treating me excellent. It's probably the best host city since Malmö, I'm thinking. Um, they're so welcoming and they're so embracing the Eurovision Song Contest. It's marvellous. And you've been to lots of Eurovisions. How many is this for you now? This is my 11th. Uh, and I've been uh, going on and off since 2007. So Helsinki was my first. And how is this comparing to the others? Oh, it's way there. Up, up in the top uh, three, I would say. Yeah. And the first semi-final was last night. Yeah. Um, how did you find the show? Oh, it was excellent. Uh, I saw the first uh, dress rehearsal in the arena and I thought like, wow, this doesn't look like a dress rehearsal. The BBC have come prepared. Um, and the, the production-wise, it's excellent. I think uh, the interval acts are marvellous. Um, very touching. I cried a couple of times yesterday. And also the, the acts in semi one are, are just smashing. And you know this, Monty. I don't have to I don't have to tell you. <laughs> and I think that they have interwoven Ukraine and Ukrainian culture in really nicely. Yes, and that's such a lovely thing to see. We were a little bit worried about that, but no, this is absolutely a Ukrainian uh, contest on UK ground. I'm with Jude, who's a veteran of Eurovision. How many is this for you now, Jude? So this is my 16th Eurovision, but actually my first Eurovision in the UK. So I didn't make it to Birmingham, and just to be in Liverpool is absolutely incredible. It's more than I expected. The show's been incredible, but the biggest thing is the fans just 
sensational, friendly, funny, fun. Gives me so much joy. How do you think this ranks against the other ones that you've been to? Oh God, they're so, every Eurovision has a different memory. So I remember Riga, that was my first one. And we were just, my friend and I had just no idea that that Eurovision had such a huge following. And we thought, oh my God, they're people like us. And then you had the opulence of Turkey where the opening party was in a palace um but liverpool is special you know being on home soil just the atmosphere the so i would say this is up there with one of the best in the show i would say the staging the lighting is probably one of the best shows i've been to if not the best show i've been to did your favorites get through did my favourites get through? Well, my favourites didn't have to, uh, 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 part of the big five. So France is up there with my favourite. And I would, I think, top three, if not the winner. Um, fan favourite Finland was great on stage. I thought Lorene was really classy, even though I don't think it's a winning song and not as good as Euphoria. But all in all, I was happy. I hate Croatia, but obviously... The public liked it, so that got through. Um, Held my breath for Norway. I thought it came on, and she just nailed it. So I'm really happy. I'm with Jamie now. Jamie, how's your Liverpool experience? Oh, it's been absolutely fantastic. Liverpool has pulled out all the stops. It's such an amazing show, honestly. I can't believe the city has just embraced Eurovision as it has. It's just fantastic. 25 years since we've hosted it, and I just can't believe how much everybody has just welcomed the whole of Europe to Liverpool. I haven't met a single person who's not said that the whole city's just completely embraced it and... It is so behind it. It's really incredible. Um, first semi-finals last night. How was the show for you? Oh, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. What a way to start a show. So impressed with Hannah Waddington as a um, host. She is absolutely phenomenal. Great killer, killer, killer semi-final. But I predicted 10. Eight of mine gone through. So genuinely really, really happy. Oh, well, you got more than me. I only got seven. <laughs> what did you get wrong? I predicted... Um, Ireland would go through <laughs> um, and didn't predict Moldova would go through okay but fantastic show overall yes and I really wish Netherlands had gone through I love that song but it is what it is on the night isn't it I'm with a Liverpool local now it's Dean Dean how is it for Eurovision to be in your city Oh, it's absolutely incredible. It's just amazing how much the city has got behind everything, no matter where you look, signs everywhere. And even people who would normally not be that bothered about Eurovision, they've just got behind it, and it's just, just an amazing, amazing feeling. It really does feel as though the whole city's embraced it. Everybody's talking about it. It's everywhere you go. We had the first semi-final last night. How was that for you? Oh, I was just a wreck. I was, like, excited. emotional all the emotions just but it was amazing just to be there and be so close and actually see it all just in the flesh and so different than just watching it at home did your favourites get through? most of them what didn't? I was devastated about Malta I love Malta and they didn't make it and I was uh, 
they, it, I was expecting it, but I was hoping they would get through. But yeah, we were a bit disappointed by Malta as well. But that's the way it goes. Thanks, it Steve. Is. Thank you. I mean, universal praise, really, for Liverpool and for the show. People absolutely loved it. People loving the way this city is completely embracing Eurovision. And it just comes through everybody's enthusiasm and appreciation. It was really lovely to hear. I still think there's sort of some remnants of the COVID, covid Eurovision and the cancel contest because people still feel like, oh, it's great to be back at Eurovision, maybe missing out on Turin and Liverpool's their first chance. So it still feels like people are really excited to be back at it oh absolutely yeah and I mean some people are back who you know did have to miss the cancel contest and did have to miss Rotterdam did have to miss Turin but I think we're we're back after that cancelled and very restricted contest so even if you went to Turin the fan experience was not as great the city didn't embrace it anywhere near as much as this city has so I think that for a lot of people it's almost kind of back to a Eurovision of old yeah exactly that Lots of people really, really loving it. Absolutely lovely to hear. But we've also been doing something else this afternoon, and that is watching the first dress rehearsal. So we're going to give you a little rundown of that, and we're going to make our predictions. Let's jump in then. Opening semi-final two is Denmark, Riley and... Breaking my heart. Monty, thoughts? It's a very cute performance. There's sort of, you know, a three-room setup, I think, on a revolving stage. Um, there's a heart frame shot at the start, very keeping in the theme of the, the video and the whole presentation of Riley. Um, and it, it, it's very cute. Uh, it's a little bit pitchy, I think. His vocal's not perfect. Um, it was just a rehearsal, of course, but I think this is in a bit of trouble because he doesn't necessarily deliver the vocal as well as the visual. It's a very soft voice, um, and I think any other song, and I would be citing vocals as the reason why this is probably going to struggle and go home. Um, I think for this song, you can be a little bit, a little bit, um, more forgiving because of the style of it but I'm not sure I'm really not sure on this one there's lots of pink it's very uh, it's made of like the stage made of candy floss mm -hmm. which is lovely but yeah we'll have to see on this one there's lots of pink in the next song as well from Armenia which is Future Lover by Brunette there's lots of really nice camera work on this and nice visuals um, there's sort of swirling colours and projections over her. Um, I think the lighting's absolutely brilliant. It really sets this off. And for me, this is quite a strong entry. Yeah, more surprising for me, more than I, I thought it would be. I think, you know, that it's very clever use of projections. As you say, she's sort of lying down on this angled wedge of a, of a stage, of a piece of staging that's kind of elevated and um, sort of obviously leads on to her standing up and doing things and then walking around, but it's all part of, I think projection is kind of the lead focus of the way they're staging it. Um, even her shadow, at one point I thought, I don't know if that's her actual shadow or if it's a projection of a mm -hmm. shadow. I mean, it's really interesting stuff, a use of LED work as well. So I think that's what I saw, I could be wrong. But yeah, even more pink, but, but dark. This is dark pink, like it had a, a darker undertone, 
not the fluffy candy land of Riley. I like this. Song number three then is Romania and Theodore Andre, Digiti, Off and On. It's more off than on for me, <laughs> I have to say. Um, oh, I mean, they've changed the, the, the arrangement quite considerably. So it is this acoustic start with the guitar. And it's projections on the floor of, of women with guitars. And it, it just looks really grim. Uh, and then, you know, he's kind of flouncing around the stage and, you know, some woman comes on at the end and drapes herself at, her, at him. It's just... No, I don't, nothing's working for this at all. I can't see anything that's going to save this. No, unfortunately. I think it was a wise choice to change the song, to kind of change it up from what it was. I'm not sure the acoustic styling was the way to go because it kind of loses all of his energy and charisma, which, however awful some of the original stuff was, that's what it had going for it, right? He, real stage presence. It's lost all that now, and it's kind of... It is making me feel very uncomfortable, the, the crude sexual references. I don't know, our friend Adrian did say that it's like... It's like he's just discovered vaginas. <laughs> and I think it's not too far from the truth, to be honest with you. <laughs> Moving swiftly on, it's Estonia next. Elika with Bridges. I mean, this is a variation of what we've already seen in the national final. It's got the self-playing piano. It's got the haunting vocals. It's got her just really, really lovely performance. Stunning. I really don't have too much to say about this other than uh, out of this tiny, gorgeous woman comes the most fantastic voice. I think she's sensational. It's staged in sort of blue hues and sort of frosty effects, I suppose you could call it. Um, and then for the big finish, it kind of comes warmer colours on stage. And it's just simple, well thought out, supports her. and She's front and centre of the song. I adore her. Next song then is Belgium, Gustav and Because of You. Uh, Monty, thoughts on Gustav? Well, I like parts of this. I like the three backing singers um, and I like the fact that you know Gustav's having the time of his life um, I, I need to be careful what I say here because I think the, the dancer that comes on and adds like elements of voguing and ballroom is almost ugh, a little bit of a distraction I think I mean I love the idea of wanting to bring these bits of different queer culture in because you know the song is about kind of being an outsider and being ostracized and you know the 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 various aspects of community that have lifted you up so that you're able to cope with that ostracism um so i like the inclusion i like the notion of the inclusion but i'm not sure that it's enhanced by including that in the performance i agree I think this is where you have to think about this being a Eurovision performance because coming on and voguing, I'm all for it. That cultural reference, obviously, that's our sphere. You know, that's where we want to be, you know, seen on TV, on a national stage like that, international stage like that. Where I think that would work is if it was bucket loads of people swarming the stage, a bit like the Rita Ora interval act where she had loads of people if it was loads of his mates coming on and they're all voguing and having a good time 
that would make sense, I think, a little bit more because it's then we're all joining him for the party. But yeah, one person doing it, it was felt awkward at times. But in and itself, it's great. Just not sure it kind of worked for Eurovision, but um, I still think it's great. I, you know, I, previous rehearsals, he seemed to have a dodgy vocal, but today it was great. And that was an empty arena as well. So I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful for it. Over to Cyprus now. Break a Broken Heart by Andrew Lombrou. I'm so happy that all my pre-contest fears about Andrew have been put to bed. This is confident, it's uh, sexy, but like in a real sort of understated way. He's, he's not pushing it, he just is <laughs> sexy. Um, another song, sort of dark blue sort of staging um, and it goes warmer towards the end of the song. Um, but it's great. I'm very, very surprised. I'm very happy to be surprised how good this is. So I lost my trail of thought there when you said Lombrou and put to bed. <laughs> I thought I did. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I absolutely agree with you. I mean, those concerns that we had from the Australia Decides performance, just not there. This is a really good vocal performance. I think it's a really interesting use of backing vocal and then which bits he's singing live. Um, and it's a really lovely performance. There's lots of kind of rainfall effect as well. It's just got a really nice feel to it. I think this is easily qualifying. Over to Iceland, Delia and Power. Pa 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 power. <laughs> does she have the power over you? She does. She does. I think the song is okay, as I've said before. But some things I've talked about with the the performance in terms of that white space and her having to fill some of those long periods where there's no vocal. I think they've thought about that and addressed it. She's doing lots of running around. She's up and down that stage. She's all over it. I prefer what she's wearing here on stage than in the national final performance. Everything just seems to be kind of like addressed, all these little things. This is a weird semi-final, so I'm not sure how this will do. Um, still, I don't. But... Um, it's as good as it gets for them, I think. Do you know, that's what my note is, as good as it can get for this. Um, you know, I think she is delivering a fairly decent performance. Um, but the song, I think, is the thing that's letting the whole thing down, really. You know, all power to her. Mm-hmm. But the song is just not enough against these other songs. Okay. Next song, then, is Greece and Victor Vernikos with What They Say. And so what are they saying? <laughs> what are we saying? What are we saying? Well, I mean, I the, the rehearsal clip that came out of this was a little bit painful. I was finding it quite hard to discern the tune in that clip. And there are swathes of this now where I'm finding that quite hard to do as well. Um, even though I really like the song. Um, and Victor is bouncing up and down on the stage. And I think it's a little bit distracting really I think you kind of just go you know just rein it in a little bit just stand there and sing it because it's a good song and you can sing well but I don't know it just feels like a bit of a mess it's just not working it's just not working it, it breaks my heart a little bit I have to say for someone so young and so talented um, you know first the staging is quite forgettable that's not helping him out you know that's one thing he doesn't need uh, and he has no control over bless him I think he looks like a deer caught in headlights and I think that bouncing around that he does is as much as building up his courage I think he, he does look quite scared and, and that's what really I, I, I really struggle with that seeing that on stage 
And I, I struggled to come up with an answer to this conundrum of how you can get this young performer who clearly has it all there. He's talented. He can sing this. We know it's a great song. It's not even like, oh, the song's a bit, uh, it's all there. And I think, is there an arm around his shoulder? Is there someone saying, can we, okay, let's go back. Let's start again. What can we do? You know, who's some really helping here, helping him get the best of himself? I don't know. I just feel a little bit worried for him. I do as well. I think particularly because the song's about mental health. Yeah. Um, and it's about the kind of, you know, the people who are around you that, that build you up and protect you. And I hope that they are there for him. Um, when you say you feel a little sorry for him, I do as well. And I think that's, you know, because he's a very likeable young man. Um, I think, you know, when you compare it to another young performer like Romania, it just, it doesn't feel, you know, that kind of empathy is not really there. You, you know, I know he's an adult at 18, but you can't with that, you're like, well, pull yourself together, man. Where, you know, with, Greece, you really, really do feel for him. Yeah, I do think that he uh, can sing this song brilliantly. This isn't a, a capability competence issue. It's how do we get over that glass door, glass ceiling to get breakthrough to what we know you can do. Poland's next, and it's so by Blanka. Baby. I've never been more happy to be wrong about song. Uh, she's engaging, is Blanka. Uh, she looks comfortable. You know, and that shines after what just come before it. Vocally solid as well. <laughs> I, you know, um, much better than the other performances I've seen of her throughout up to this point. They've dialed back on the sex and brought more summery vibes. And it's just, it's great. Yeah, I have to eat my words <laughs> with this bit as well. You know, I, I have to say, I didn't really see much of the performance this afternoon. I was doing a couple of requested edits on an article for somebody else. <laughs> uh, so double, you know, double timing. Um, but um, it, I think they have really pulled this together. And I think fair play to her because she's had to put up with some crap online um, from, you know, the from people from her own country as well. And if she turns this around and pulls off a qualification, absolutely fair play to her. I still think the song's really flimsy. I still think it's kind of a third-rate effort of this genre of song. But fair play. I mean, it comes after a run of, you know, several songs. Not all not all of the ones consecutively before it, but, you know, it does really lift the mood, I think, at this point in the semi-final. And I think that's going to help her. Next then, Slovenia, Joker out with Carpe Diem. They're a great band, Monty. They are, and you're comparing contrast with Wild Youth from Ireland last night. And this is just in a different league. You know, the band look cohesive together. They look as though they're doing what they do. They look as though they're having fun. I'm still not convinced that this is an easy qualification for them because of the language barrier, um... But I think it is going to get through on the grounds that people can see there's integrity here in what they're doing. Yeah, you know, they're consummate pros. They they are massive in Slovenia. We know that now. And it shows. Um, I saw them in the Euro Club. They were playing there the other night and they were fantastic. You could just see away from Eurovision, you know, and a bit more like in there on a grubby little stage of loads of sweaty people in front of them. This is, that's more their vibe. They were really just in the element great band simple staging but you don't need to do much of a band like this it's all about them they interacted so gorgeously on stage together they know what they're doing 
I think if this was the first semi-final, I would be like, oh, what you just said about not sure whether... But in this semi-final, I think it really stands out. Next then, Georgia and Iru with Echo. Monty, they've bought the white dress from the video. Yay! Yeah, but they haven't echoed. Let's see what I did there. <laughs> Some of the visuals that I expected them to. I thought this was going to be really massive on stage. And there were some good camera cuts uh, at the start, but then as it goes on, she's just left standing on a plinth. And again, as Adrian said, afternoon, well, all it is is just some flashing lights and a bit of wind. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's true. I'm really, I'm, she's vocally brilliant, but visually, I'm quite disappointed by this. Yeah, I mean, despite the white dress that I really wanted, I thought they would partner it with the gorgeous flowing auburn hair. And it's not, it's kind of more just a normal brownie colour. Or if it's a red hue, it's it's not popping. Oh, some more going on in the background, or some dancers. Yeah, I mean, there were some really good uh, good themes throughout the video, good visual themes. And, you know, why ditch them? Well, it's quite repeated performance. It's repeated blue strobe lighting quite a lot. Um, some other stuff thrown in but she's very static I think that's a mistake I think I was bored after a minute thinking well not bored but thinking okay cool got it now but that's bad you know you can't have that I wanted her to travel to move to give something interesting for us to vote on because that's what we're doing indeed next it's San Marino do you think anybody's going to be voting on this one Uh, yes I do actually I do I was very scared for this I'm still worried for this but Less so, because I think the staging is great. They had a little bit more energy than I've seen before. Um, They too do interact quite well. Um, I don't know, I still feel a little bit grimy about the lyrics, you know, smell you like an animal and chase you on the dance floor is a bit like, back off, mate. (laughs) Yeah, the staging's great. They've got like these blue and uh, red uh, pillars at the back and they just seem to frame them and make them have a sense of grandeur. It's quite interesting. I, it's, it's good use of the stage, but I, I, is it enough? Not sure. I'm not sure I could say I'm worried about this because that would imply that I had any hope for it in the first place. And I, I don't think I ever have. Um, and I think, again, it's the, it's the song. And to an extent, the lead singer, I think that is going to let it down. I agree with you. I think they have elevated the staging a bit, but the whole package is just too weak for me. I can't see this really going anywhere. As a contrast, we've got Austria. Who the hell is Edgar? <laughs> by Tay and Selena. It's not the punch in the face that I was hoping for, but it is solid. And that message of who the hell Edgar, who he actually is, uh, is coming through. So that's good. I was worried that, you know, we said this, what are they going to do with this? Are they going to go mental? They haven't. They weirdly have done the thing I thought was impossible. And that's kind of just stay middle of the road a little bit more. Um, there's some a couple of vocal wobbles today which I think is nothing major it was just a a rehearsal thing I think it ends really big though which I think is really important at least they end on the well the song lends itself to that right because it's a great finish to the song um, and that's when you want it right at the end very memorable very very memorable yeah I think this is always going to be a really difficult song to stage and you know when you think you know, they're going to bring echoes of the video which would be very hard to do I think the, the video sells the song absolutely perfectly you know exactly what's going on they've got a backdrop of an old fashioned typewriter and a picture of Edgar Allan Poe right at the start so at least 
you're kind of you know brought into that you're you're introduced to what that theme is i think they've done an okay job of it i quite like it that it's sort of black and red um and white and it really looks good they, they really use the backdrop to full effect with them to amplify the number of people it looks like are on stage with them um so i think it's a it's a good performance but i'm not blown away by it next then is albania albina and familia Carmendi with duya well, Albania certainly now it's stage of entry. Blimey. For me, this is the opposite to Austria, where Austria has a great song, and it's a tricky thing to stage, where I think Albania song isn't great, but the way they're staging it is phenomenal. It is so grand. It's dramatic, is what it is. Uh, it makes the stage feel huge, um, and for those that are looking for any kind of ethnic sound to vote for, this is the one for you. So I think, yeah, hoover up some votes. Dramatic is the word that I have for it as well. And I agree, it's like, this is the only song of its type in the competition. So I think this will get enough votes. Um, you know, there's also, you know, a big Albanian diaspora across Europe as well. So, you know, people will ring up and vote for the homeland uh, from wherever they are. So I think this will come through. I don't see it doing particularly well in the final, though. Um, but I think it is a very impressive staging. Next song, Lithuania. Monica Linkaita was Stay. Uh, Monty, vocally, she's smashing it. Oh, absolutely. And I think the staging's brilliant as well. I mean, it's elevated from the national final, uh, but very similar uh, in the fact that she's solo in orange and then she comes to the front of the stage and the backing vocalists join in in a circle around her. So it's bringing in echoes of Mara and So Dad, So Dad last year with that kind of circular um, choral singing. I think this is wonderful. I really think this is absolutely stunning. Uh, and th this is an absolute dark horse, not for a winner, but this is this is top ten material for me. Yeah, I never would have agreed with that until I saw it just now. Like that is exceptional. Just shout out to her backing vocalist because they are at one point. Did I not turn to you and say, "No, they sing in live. That sounds too good." Yeah, I'm like no, they're singing live now. Yeah, I'm like absolutely. wow. <laughs> so that is the litmus test, right? Uh, really interesting starting uh, staging. They've got this cartoon scripture type iconography is the only way I can describe it and it's gorgeous got a slight purple hue to it um, just understated it is a dark horse what a glow up unexpected but totally welcome and closing the second semi-final is Australia Promise Me by Voyager Matt I don't really have any notes other than it's Voyager doing Voyager and that's just what you want from a band like this um, they know how to deliver this performance it's um, they've got a car on stage and they're just sort of just being cool around the car and I'm like what more can you do with this you know that's what you want there's this gorgeous gorgeous synth section in this song that plays out quite well on stage I'm so happy with this yeah it's exactly what you expect to get with it it's big it's noisy it's brassy and it's gonna go huge in the arena um, and that I think is enough to carry it through agreed so our 16 songs in the second semi-final there. Now let's have a look at our qualifiers. So this is my 10 in performance order. 
Matt, tell me if you agree with these. Armenia. Yes. Estonia. Yes. Belgium. Yes. Cyprus. Yes, absolutely. Poland. Yes. Slovenia. Yes. Austria. Yes. Albania. Yes. Oh, it's eight out of ten so far. Lithuania. Yes. And Australia. Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, we agree. So if we're wrong, we're wrong by the same amount. Yeah. <laughs> this time. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. weird, because I thought this was a more tricky call to make, but... Which means that we've, we're obviously going to get the same amount in this, which means that you'll still be one ahead of me, because <laughs> you've got one more in the first semi-final. <laughs> What's my prize? Mm, bugger. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, th- I think it's a hard one to call. I think there's a couple... I switched in Albania to my list last minute, thinking mm, Iceland had just pushed out, Riley for Denmark just pushed out, um, and everyone else, I think, just didn't do their song justice. So. Yeah, I've got three more on my maybe list that you know could go in, and I've got um, three that I think are definitely out. But those are my ten. And those are your ten. They're my ten. <laughs> Let's see tomorrow if we are right. So that's it for today. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to get in touch, please do so on Twitter at Second Cherry, on Facebook, Second Cherry Podcast, or Instagram, Second underscore Cherry. Or you can email us, which is... Hello. At secondcherry.vision. Hello. At secondcherry.vision. We will be back after the second semi-final, hopefully with a preview of the final when we'll know the running order after tomorrow night as well. So we will speak to you soon. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye.